Hey, this is PJ with CLK Supplies, and today we're going to be talking about touchless access solutions. Now, I have a special guest with me, TJ. TJ, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Now, I've known TJ for quite a few years. Um, he is currently a rep for um, Ilco, Abis, Command Access. Uh, I don't know, TJ. Here, I'll, I'll let you uh, introduce yourself. Yeah, no worries. Um, I have a rep for, so I'm in the Pacific Northwest. At a based out of the Seattle area, I represent Lab, Ilco, so Ilco AD products, uh, Command Access, Trine Access, um, and Abus USA. Abus would probably be mad at me if I didn't bring them up, so we got to put Abus in there. Uh, so anyway, that's what I do. Awesome. Now, if you can just give us a little history before we get to the current conditions today, can you kind of just fill us in on your expertise and um, how you've kind of grown up? Um, in the industry, so to speak? So I started off in this industry of, uh, let's see, back in 2004, I was about 19 years old, uh, working in a warehouse for a company called Clark Security Products. I uh, worked with them for about 11 years. I did everything, I mean, did inside sales, did a bit of outside sales. I was our automotive expert, and then I became our access control expert. So this is something that's really been on my plate for a while as far as access control goes. Some of you guys may have recognized me from some of the shows and stuff like that, but. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. And then I moved into Ranzan Hospice to do repping. Uh, they called me up after I left Clark Security Products and or actually had their Annexer at that time. Uh, anyway, they they called me up, asked me if I wanted to go and to be a rep. And I said, hey, why not? I'll check it out. And I've been doing it for the last five years and been enjoying it ever since. Get to hang out with PJ again. Yeah. And stuff like that, man. It's great. Awesome. So... Today, right? Like so much stuff's went on this year and actually over the past few years, right? I mean, we've kind of seen a trend to changing hardware a little bit, different way of viewing, um, you know, the public doors and that sort of thing. And I'm real curious um, to kind of get your take on where the touchless access, you know, is for today and what that means for locksmiths or the locksmithing community. Yeah, absolutely. So this is something I've actually been thinking about since the beginning of a COVID, this whole COVID-19 that happened. Since the very beginning, I sat there and said, okay, what is going to be the thing? What is going to be the normal for all of us? And touchless access came to mind. I mean, we have, or we have uh, antimicrobial hardware and all that, but touchless seems to be the thing. I mean, you go to a public bathroom, any public bathroom, You've got touchless sinks, you've got touchless soap dispensers, you've got touchless um, hand dryers, but the doors aren't touchless. So either way, you're still grabbing onto a handle to go out. And in today's world, I mean, especially when we have an event such as COVID-19, everybody, are, we get a heightened sense of, of um, what, the, what the issues are out there and how disease can spread. And so I think we're gonna, Honestly, the trend is going to be where we're going to limit our touching on hardware. I'm already seeing it in the bids. I'm sure a lot of you guys are doing. So as far as locksmiths go, uh, you definitely need to get into this stuff. You need to look at uh, some of the some of the hardware such as, um, I mean, number one, with touches, you need auto operators, right? Um, mm -hmm. you need, they need to be sequenced. They need to be timed. The other thing you're going to need is you can use electric strike, which is a good one. Or the other one is latch retraction, right? So when we talk about latch retraction hardware, what we have is is panic bars, mortise locks. So what you need to do is you need that latch to pull back in order for that door to open up, right? Okay, okay, so, you know, 
you make a good point I had never really thought about, right? When you go into like a public restroom, a lot of times, you know, you're waving your hand to get the water to turn on. You put your hand under the soap dispenser and the soap falls on. You go over to the, the dryer and you, know, you either put your hand there and a piece of uh, paper towel comes out or, you know, it's a blower or whatever. But then when you, it's time to open the door, right? Everyone's like taking the towel they used and open it kind of thing. Absolutely. And it's like it just hasn't made it to the actual door yet. But it seems like a very natural progression. Absolutely. I, I think what we're seeing... Now, we've already seen some of this going on in parts, other parts of the country, or not the country, but other parts of the world. They've had some of this stuff. So this is the first time. COVID-19 is really the first time here in North America that something like that has hit us. Okay. Uh, other parts of the country, they've had this before, so they've kind of looked at these types of things. But I think the normal is going to be, and we're seeing the... The demand coming from banks, we're seeing the demand come from restaurants, and I know the demand is going to come from public buildings. Maybe not in the 2021 budget, but probably 2022. And I think we're going to get into a normal where when we go up to a door, there's going to be a bollard sitting there about you know eight feet away from that door. We're going to use to putting our hands up to a to an actuator, a wire, you know, kind of a wave sensing actuator. Yep. The door will open up for us as we walk through. So this is where. I see it going now as far as locksmiths go. Locksmiths are in the retrofit world. That is where we're going to see the majority of this business uh, with existing businesses already. In fact, mm -hmm. I was in Chinatown out of Seattle, my hometown, um, talking, to, uh, talking to a business owner, a restaurant owner, and I asked him, I said, have you thought about doing touchless access? Mm -hmm. And uh, they actually told me, and I was surprised. They said, yeah, their father actually thought about doing something. The owner thought about doing... Um, some sort of uh, automatic door opening for, for these guys. So people are looking at this. It is something that's going to happen. Again, we're seeing bids already have it in there. Okay. Um, so if you're a locksmith, I mean, if you're looking at stuff, you definitely got to take a look at some of the auto operators that are out there, whether it's Entromatics, whether it's Record, um, Norton. You got to look at those and then take a look at some of the other components as far as the actuators, like I said, Camden has some good actuators. BEA has some good actuators. And then take a look at latch retraction stuff. Command Access is the leading brand when it comes to, um, sorry, not touches access, but when it comes to latch retraction, um, Command's actually looking, we're actually building up, we're looking to build up a touchless access kit. So we're gonna take the thinking out for you, have the latch retraction that you need, have the auto operator that you need, have the buttons that you need. Right now we're looking at doing all that. I don't know if it's actually gonna come out with Command, but we are talking okay. about it. And now many other companies, if you take a look, like Asa Abloy, Allegiant, they're doing the same exact thing. And I'm sure some of you guys have seen some of the webinars out there. So this is something that is coming. Okay. so. Just to rewind for a second, just kind of take just take us through like the bathroom situation and what's involved in that. So let's say you know right now you go up and there's just a handle on it. You know there's usually like a deadbolt or something above it in case they want to you know need to lock it for whatever reason. Um, outside of that, what does the retrofit look like? I'm guessing there's you know obviously some mechanism on the wall that you would put your hand in front of, right? Yeah. There would be a. Um, automatic door opener right that that would replace probably the current um uh, the, the current door closer get the current current door closer and then would there also need to be something on the like on those you know type of applications there's not necessarily always an actual like door you're opening. no when it comes to the bathroom situation a public bathroom as far as a multi-person bathroom yeah 
Uh, you're not going to have a locking mechanism on there. Typically, you don't. It's just a pull handle. So you'll you'll that'll remain. But you're going to want to put that auto operator on there, and you're going to want to put that uh, that uh, actuator, that little button. Although it's not a button, it's touchless, right? Yeah. So that is how you're going to handle that. Uh, you have other aspects as well. So you you know we have a lot of these uh, gender neutral bathrooms, which are basically single occupancy bathrooms. Now those are going to have a an actual locking mechanism It'll on. Could be them. a single. Single use. Exactly. Yeah. So, because okay. you need to lock that from the outside. So, there, I mean, you're going to look at the same exact package as far as the auto operator. You're going to have a, a button to open it up. But then you're also going to have your lock with the latch retraction on it as well. Because, again, you got to pull that latch back in order for that door to open up. Okay. Now, are all of this stuff that we're talking about, is it still wired or is it wireless? Majority of it's still wired. Um, I haven't quite seen. I mean, because on the latch retraction, I've never seen anything wireless on the latch retraction okay. stuff. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think batteries have enough power to pull back that latch. So you're still going to have to run wire. Okay. And so does that look like, you know, as far as, you know, locksmithing goes or anyone in the locksmithing space at all, the security hardware space, there's states that have licenses, right? That they're not going to be able to run those wires, right? They can, um, from my understanding, you know, you can install the lock but you can't actually plug it in. Correct. Is that, is that right? Correct, yeah, certain states, uh, you know, especially in our territory, so Idaho, Oregon, Washington, you definitely have, an, have to have an 06 low voltage license in order to terminate um, the, the wires into the locks to, to do the latch retraction. However, in, in this state, what we have though is electricians are doing that, but as we know, electricians, they don't know this hardware, they don't know how to install it. So if you are a locksmith and, and you're, you, your territory does have an issue or you need to have a low voltage license in order to do this work, I highly recommend getting in touch with one of your integrators or, or an electrician because you can go out there and sub out to them. I mean, I know many locksmiths that do that. I can okay. name a few of them off the top of my head um, that do that. It's, they make a living off of it. Okay. Um, so, I mean, there's there's that opportunity because, again, you got to remember that you guys are the lock experts. You guys are the ones that know how to do this. Well, cutting an electric strike isn't as easy as just you know cutting out some wood and putting it in. There's a lot more to it that you guys understand. The electrician doesn't. Mm -hmm. So that's where your expertise comes in and there will always be an opportunity. The demand for this type of product is not going to go away. It's, it's, gonna, it's going to increase. And the fact that there isn't a whole lot of people doing it means that you guys need to be out there knocking on the doors of these electricians and say, hey, we can do this. We can work with you guys on this. And I think that's really a play. Now, if you live in an area like Arizona where there is no such thing as a low voltage license, a lot of you guys I know are already out there doing access control. Okay. And so just remember that that is going to be a demand. You probably already have this demand. You know, just something that's happening. I think there's opportunity there. Um, you know, it, it, with, with stuff like this, again, we all just become aware. Okay. Now, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, so as locksmiths are going out and they're going to businesses to get them rekeyed and maybe the manager or the owner of the building wants to start that conversation about you know touchless access right mm -hmm. that could be something that their existing customers do and it's a great opportunity for them to um, grow their business right in states that require some sort of a license you know do you recommend that they find electrician that they can kind of team up with so when they get these opportunities or like what do you think is the best way for them to handle that you just said it that is the best way team up with an electrician i mean you could take a look at getting a low voltage license um, I don't, 
I don't know the rules from state to state. I know here um, there, there's a lot of hoops to go through. You have to have many hours of, um, you know, be apprentice for many hours under, I don't know how many exact, exact hours. But anyway, sure. you have a lot of hoops you have to run through. And a lot of guys that I've talked to, it's just not worth it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's just not worth it to do. To do so, they would rather just go talk to a um, an electrician and say, yep. "Hey, we'll set up with you. We'll we'll install all the hardware. You just come in and terminate it." Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you just kind of form some sort of a partnership that they can come in, do their part, you do your part, and then you, you, I think the biggest thing, right, is when you're at that commercial building and you're there to do some lock repair, lock work that you're able to do what the customer's wanting you to do, right? And if they're interested in um, touchless access, well, you want to be able to help them with that. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the best parts is, is you know, we're not, we're not talking about, you know, $30 locks anymore either, right? So, I mean, there's a lot of money there. There's a lot of money to be made. And it's probably, like you said, kind of the future of the business in a lot of ways. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's highly profitable. I mean, you guys, you know, you, you know how long, it's, it's different than, I always use this at, it's different than automotive, right? Automotive is one of those things. It can be very highly profitable, but you don't know if there's an issue with the car. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be out there for three hours working on a working on a vehicle. The longer you go, the less profitable that business is. When it comes to doors and this kind of stuff, you guys know how long it's going to take. I mean, rarely do you have really issues with doors. You may have a few things. You got to use some shims here and there, but you know exactly how long it's going to take you to go in there. So it can yeah. be very highly profitable for you. In fact, I know. A lot of uh, larger commercial shops who have done actually, who have maintained and done well during this time, um, they focus mainly on on commercial hardware. Really, uh, many of them, yeah. Okay. So a, a lot of projects going, and like I said, I mean, you're gonna see this demand, um, no doubt about that, if you haven't already. And I think it's just best to to get out there, get yourself educated on the products out there, get yourself educated on the components that you need. Um, Here's my salesman side of it. Like, hey, yeah. if I had my business card, I'd hold it up, say, hey, call me anytime. I will tell you exactly what components to use. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is something that, that I think everybody should have on their radar because it is happening. Okay. Awesome. Well, you know, thank you so much for coming on. If people um, do want to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Do you want me to leave a, a, some sort of link in the notes? Yeah, 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 that's fine. You can leave a link. Uh, I'll give, you know, we'll provide my phone number. I mean, I could say it and save my email now, but I'm pretty sure you guys are going to write it down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so we'll leave it in the link. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. I don't care what territory you're in. You can reach out to me. I can get you in touch with your local reps out there with whatever products. Uh, you know, I'm pretty, I, mean, I like to believe I'm known in this industry. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm not, but we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just, you know, reach out to me and we can, we'll get you started. We'll get you set up and really go through all this. And I'll answer as many questions as I can. Like I said, uh, I've been doing this for 15 plus years. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, I'm having fun with it every single day. So awesome! Well, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And guys, I just you know strongly encourage you guys to really start looking at at this sector of the business, especially if you're cu- currently doing commercial work as it is. So please, in the comments below, um, tell us your thoughts on this. Are you currently doing um, this type of work? Is this something you've been thinking about? What makes you nervous about it? Um, we'd love to start a conversation with you. So thank you guys for watching, and TJ, thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you. And we'll see you next time.